0: ladies and gentlemen welcome back to the hemlock podcast pleasure to have you back it's it's been a little while i took a, a bit of a hiatus in january um just kind of refocusing and 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 kind of thinking about where i wanted this podcast to go i started the TikTok, which is where a lot of my time has been going so that's uh, at the hemlock podcast on TikTok. i'm already banned for a week on TikTok because i've been critical of communism i know same old, same old. Um, so but that ends uh on the 19th. So I'll be back posting new stuff on TikTok very, very soon. Seeing a lot of really good growth, a lot of really good discussion on TikTok already. So gonna be spending a lot more time there. So go ahead and make sure you follow. Um we're going to be talking about the Freedom Convoy today. We have an interview with a lovely gentleman called Devin Thompson. I found him on Instagram, and he was talking about the Freedom Convoy. I had a lot of great thoughts, really clear thinker. Um, and so I'm excited to show you that interview. We It was going to be like 20 minutes, really brief. Ended up being almost an hour and 20 minutes because we just went off talking about everything from the Freedom Convoy to communism, capitalism, all that good stuff, all the stuff that... Um, seemed maybe a a little more abstract uh, a few years ago and and are starting to become more and more prevalent and more necessary to talk about as those things have bigger and bigger impacts on our day-to-day lives uh, as governments impose further and further stuff on on our day-to-day lives. So that's what we're talking about. Super excited to get to that. So as always, thank you for listening. Thank you for watching. Whether you're watching or listening, it doesn't matter. <laughs> uh, make sure you leave a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts uh, or Spotify. You can do that as well. If you enjoy the podcast, consider helping us with the following. Uh, memberships, hemlockpodcast.com slash memberships. Memberships have a whole bunch of fun stuff, ad-free episodes, um, exclusive content, mailbag questions. I want to start doing like a monthly Ask Me Anything, so it's it's going to be an episode entirely dedicated to your guys' questions. Whatever you want to talk about, I want to talk about. So, um, even free merch with the yearly all access, the the based water bottle. Um, so, because I'm a shameless grifter, apparently is what uh, leftists on Twitter keep calling me because I'm I'm trying to make money off of off of the thing I do with my life. So shame on me. Um, so yeah, buy the merch. Five star ratings everywhere. Got some sponsors today, too, so go check out them. Good food, as always. My wife is cooking some in the kitchen as we speak. It's like some bourbon pork chop, pork chop burgers or something like that. Anyways, smells delicious. So check that out. All the links are in the description. Without any further ado, let's jump in with Mr. Devin Thompson. This is a fun interview, and as always, let me know what you think. Enjoy. Devin Thompson, thank you so much for uh, joining me on the Hemlock Podcast today. I appreciate you taking the time. How are you doing?
1: I'm doing good. I'm doing good. I'm a, I'm a little tired because it's been a long day. You know, I've been on the road back and forth um, with the kids, um, but I'm doing good. I'm happy to be here um, with you tonight. And um, the, awesome. the, the idea of, you know, um, talking about the Freedom Convoy is actually giving me some energy tonight.
0: Yeah, totally. Same. Sam, it's, it's more energy than I've seen from, from Canada in a long time, and it's been really interesting. Yeah, so Yeah, so you're based in the U.S.? Uh, no, I'm based out of uh, yeah, I guess from the flag you can maybe guess that, but I'm uh, I'm uh, over by Vancouver actually.
1: Oh, so you're in Vancouver. Okay,
0: that's right. That's right. Where yeah. are you located?
1: So I'm in Ontario.
0: Ontario, awesome, very cool. So you're yeah. you're a lot closer to the whole uh, to the the catalyst of this whole thing down yeah, in Ottawa. So yeah, so it's
1: a four, it's a four and a half hour um drive there. So for the first weekend, I drove I drove to Ottawa, um, and I stayed for two for for the night. So I was there okay. for Saturday and I was there for Sunday. And the second weekend, I was in Toronto, and the third weekend. I drove the four and a half hours there. Um, got there in the morning, Good for uh, you. well, technically the afternoon, and I drove four and a half hours back home. <laughs>
0: right on! Holy smokes. There, dedication. Right? I said that
1: I, I couldn't miss that one.
0: Yeah, yeah. No dedication yeah. to the cause, man. Yeah, my wife and I have joined the ones. There was a couple that drove out to Vancouver, um, so my wife and I have joined those. And yeah, it's been it's been honestly really cool to be a part of. Um, which is which is so funny, and it's funny how like you and I can have that conversation so easily, and we go, like, yeah, it's it's a freedom convoy, it's great to be a part of, um, yeah. but there's been so much, like, nonsense and and lies about this convoy in the media, um, so, okay, I might get flack for this, but you're black, right? <laughs> so, from your perspective, is this a racist, white supremacist movement, are, there, are we a bunch of Nazis, like, what's going on here? So, so first Devin? of
1: all, um, when I first heard about the freedom convoy, um, and I, I started to look into the freedom convoy, I... I found their radio, it's called Zello, right? I went on Zello and I was listening to who these right. people are. And I, um, let me tell you exactly what I heard. I heard children, I heard moms, I heard dads, I heard I heard, I heard families on the Zello radio station. Right. And the trucks were there blowing their horns for the kids. The kids were there saying, thank you for standing up for us. Thank you for fighting for our freedom. Can I get a honk, please? And then you hear the truckers go, honk, honk. So, the people <laughs> who are a part of the Freedom Convoy, the people who went um, to, to, to Ottawa, did not have race on their mind. They did not mm-hmm. have white supremacy on their mind. Mm-hmm. The only thing that these people had on their mind was freedom. So, when I went to Ottawa that weekend, race wasn't on my mind either. Uh, white supremacy right. wasn't on my mind. The only thing that was on my mind is going to Ottawa to fight for my fundamental human rights and freedoms. The people yeah. who brought race into this are the, you know, the, the liberal um, far-left uh, individuals. The, uh, what do they call themselves? Mm-hmm. The anti-hate network, the uh, Antifa. Yeah. Those people are the, are, the, are the ones who brought race into it. Using race as a weapon, as a political weapon against mm-hmm. the individuals who came to the Freedom Convoy. I mm-hmm. say this all the time. These guys are using my skin tone. They're using um religion uh, they're using uh culture ethnicity they're using background they're using these things as political capital um to maintain power and to win elections and this is the thing that i'm against and this mm-hmm. is the thing that i'm kind of dedicating myself to fighting right now because i did not give them permission to use my skin to- skin color as a weapon to demonize the freedom convoy they do not have my permission well said
0: Excellent. No, well said. Yeah, I was one of the points I've been making a lot is, is listen to the argument that they're not making, right? Because right now, the question is, should the government have the ability to course or force people to get a vaccine, right? An mRNA injection? Um, Should they have that ability? Yes or no? Uh, To make the argument, yes, the government should be able to force or course you to do things um, is not a popular argument. So instead, they pivot to race right away, right? that That tends to happen. That
1: argument doesn't make sense. It doesn't make any sense at all because today you are in favor of this, this injection, right? I say injection not to get, uh, as a a matter of fact, I'm going to use the term chocolate because my viewers know what I mean when I say chocolate, (laughs) (laughs) right? So you like this chocolate today and you're fine with going ahead and getting this chocolate and you're even fine with the government forcing others to get this chocolate. But what about when a government that you don't like gets elected and now Mm. forces you to take a chocolate that you don't like? What are you going to do then? And it's the same argument for this emergency act that we have right now. These people, um, how how blunt can I be on your your program? Can I be super blunt?
0: Super blunt. blunt As as blunt as you want. Yeah, absolutely. Say whatever.
1: These idiots... (laughs) are supporting the government implementing an emergency Mm. act. Literally stripping the fundamental human rights and freedoms of the Canadian people. And Mm. they're not thinking about the future repercussions of this. So when now... So they claim that um, white supremacists and racists, they have this power structure there, right? So they didn't stop to ask themselves, what if these so-called racists or white supremacists end up becoming government? And then... People of color, or uh, indigenous peoples, you know, uh, African Canadians, um, Persians, whoever they are, mm-hmm. decide that they wanted to protest something um, that the government doesn't like. No, you set a precedent for that same government to implement that same emergency act to clamp down violently on these people. They're yeah. not thinking about these things. The only thing that they're totally. thinking about is the fact that they now have some kind of um, manufactured power. That's passed mm-hmm. down to them from government that they can use now to oppress me in these times. And not thinking about the fact that they are going to be the ones that are going to be oppressed tomorrow.
0: Yeah, absolutely. That's, yeah, it's it's playing the long-term game, right? People are not realizing that anything you allow your side to do can also be done to you when the other side gets in power, right? Precisely. And, and that's why I think it's so important Why I think this freedom convoy is like is the righteous cause right now is because what are they fighting to do? Uh, They're fighting for maximal liberty, right? They're fighting Mm -hmm. for more freedoms. They're fighting for you to make. It's not even an anti-vaccine convoy, right? It's fighting for your choice. Yeah. Yeah.
1: A lot. I I can't without even any statistics. I can tell you safely that a major majority of the people at the freedom convoy are fully um, vaxxed. They have yeah, of all of their chocolates. Yeah. <laughs> I can yeah. tell you that without seeing any statistics. Absolutely. The people the yeah. people on my live or the people in my inbox, majority of them have taken the chocolate. Mm-hmm.
0: Right? Majority <laughs> yeah, of them totally. took
1: the chocolate against their will. They were coerced yeah. into doing so because they were afraid of losing their jobs. Um, they were afraid of the, the bullying, the stigmatization in society. Um, they were afraid of the fact that their their elder, elderly parents live abroad and if they don't get the chocolate, then they can't mm-hmm. travel, um, to, 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 you know to take care of their elderly parents. Fathers mm-hmm. were afraid that when their child when their chi- when their, when their wife is or, or their, their spouse is giving birth, they won't mm-hmm. be allowed in the hospital room. When a family yeah. member is dying or slowly dying, you won't be allowed to say goodbye to your family member that's passing away.
0: Mm-hmm. That
1: is why a lot of people took this injection.
0: Yeah, totally. I have I have such a huge heart for like my my grandfather actually passed away, um, February 28th or February 29th actually of of 2020. Um, so literally, this is like two weeks before the world went on lockdown, right? Um, and so I was able to travel and go see, go see his funeral. Um, and I can't imagine not being allowed to do that because the government said, look, you can't do that because you got to stay in your house or or you're not allowed to do that unless you have a vaccine card of some type, right? I live in BC, obviously. So we're one of the last provinces to like be like, not, no, to not announce at all any kind of plan to end our vaccine cards. In fact, they just extended it till June a couple of weeks ago. Um, they added March and April reevaluation dates, but there's, there's been almost no movement on our vaccine passport program in BC. Um, I wanted to hear a little bit about, uh, about your story. So how did, you, how did you end up to be a, a conservative-leaning um, person in 2022?
1: So, so here's the thing, and your, your viewers will be shocked by this, I'm not conservative.
0: You're not? Okay, that's okay. I assume that. That's fair. That's fair. Yeah. I'm not conservative.
1: <laughs> okay. Neither am I liberal. Okay. Uh, I'm not left-leaning. Neither am I right-leaning. Leaning. Right. So um, the, the best definition that you could find for me would probably be libertarian. That would sure. probably be the best definition that you could find for me. Right. right? So um, my story with this started the moment that the government decided that they wanted to shut down the the, the, um, the Great Barrington Declaration. Hmm. So in summer of 2020... Um, you know, when the, the virus was out there and it, pandemic, who everybody is scared, right? Everybody mm-hmm. was scared. If you tell me that you weren't scared, you are lying. Everybody <laughs> was scared because they told, them, they told us that this virus was out there and it's going to kill, um, at the time, I think they, they said like 10% of the population, some stuff like that, <laughs> right? Yeah. So everybody was saying, okay, all right, let's do this thing. Let's put those masks on, even though at first they were flip-flopping on the mask. Let's put those masks on let's Mm -hmm. social distance let's stay home it is a small sacrifice canadians actually came together to do that but then Mm -hmm. this group of doctors um um started to speak saying um you know there's a better way of doing this Uh, we need to do focus protection Mm -hmm. so when these doctors got shot, shot um shut down they were surprised that they got shut down they were censored and then i started i started to question things like something's not right it just sounded like common sense to me um, focus your protection on the people who are more likely to be harmed because by that time we already found out who is at risk mm-hmm. persons who are elderly who have underlying conditions we knew from 2020 from summer 2020 that yeah. children were not at a serious risk of course mm-hmm. there are children who have underlying conditions who might um, be become seriously injured um, by mm-hmm. the virus or who might even pass away Right? But we knew we knew that younger folks, adolescents, um, children, teenagers who are generally healthy did not have to worry about this virus. Because I asked mm-hmm. the question. In twenty twenty we had none none of these injections. So mm-hmm. somebody please explain to me how a majority of the damn population is still alive <laughs> 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 without Having to had taken the injection in 2020, somebody please yeah. explain that to me. So I was asking a lot of questions. So as you guys are aware, I'm originally from Jamaica. So, hmm. um, so I was helping, I, I'm still, I still am I'm helping this political party in Jamaica to change things because Jamaica um, is undergoing a, a serious level of corruption. We have some very dangerous politicians hmm. in power. You say the wrong thing or you do the wrong thing, these guys have the ability to just you know, make you go missing right right yeah so i've been working with a political party while i was here in jamaica um Mm -hmm. to 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 build to build up their their movement right to actually Mm -hmm. become government and change things for the better so COVID 19 came into the mix and uh we all saw what was going on so we put together a march a protest in jamaica in september of 2021 Hmm. And that march was supposed to march to the parliament, the parliament building in Kingston. So I was in Canada um, helping them coordinate all of this. <laughs> right? So I, I was doing it. all of this I from my it. desk yeah. right here, right here where I'm right now. <laughs> right? Helping so them to coordinate that march in Jamaica. It was successful. But the president of the political party was arrested by the government. The government wow. literally arrested their political opponent. Right. Wow. So all of that happened, Mm -hmm. and it led to only twenty-two percent of the Jamaican population eating the chocolate. Mm. So that's another thing. I want this government, Justin Trudeau. I want Jagmeet Singh. I want all of these public health professionals tell me clearly right now why is Mm. it that Jamaicans aren't dropping like flies? Explain Mm. to me with twenty percent of the population eating that chocolate why is it Mm -hmm. that jamaicans aren't south Mm -hmm. africa um west african countries who have low injection rates why Mm -hmm. is it that these people are still alive why am i still alive i -hmm. haven't eaten the chocolate (laughs) (laughs) right so why am i still alive they can answer those questions so Mm -hmm. for so so since all of this you know trying to get the information out there you know you're censored you're called out all, kind, all kinds of names. you they, they call you a conspiracy theorist. Um, they tell you that you have a tinfoil hat. It got to the point where I had to now start proudly wearing my tinfoil hat to protect myself. <laughs> right? Yeah. So I had to say, yeah. you know what, guys, I'm gonna s I am going to I even went on Amazon to see if I could buy a tinfoil hat. Because I think I thought that was <laughs> the only way I could I could protect um you know, to to protect myself because the 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 harm the 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 rhetoric um pointed towards us it's Mm -hmm. really damaging it it damages your emotion it damages your mental health so you have to you have to find ways to block that out and me Mm -hmm. tried to find that tinfoil hat so i could wear it (laughs) (laughs) and say you know what your your words are just words they don't hurt (laughs) right so i tried that so over time i felt like i was I, i was getting more depressed and sad mm. over time because I started to feel alone because um, my friends or family members, they didn't understand what I was saying. Um, mm. You know, they were taking the side of this tyrannical leader, Justin were t- taking mm. the side of these tyrannical, big pharmaceutical companies who have engaged in so many crimes um, in the past mm. that I can't count, right? Mm-hmm. So I felt alone. And then America happened. Some trucks from British Columbia decided that they wanted to drive across the country to go to mm. Ottawa. And I'm saying, yes. <laughs> I, <laughs> before I even knew who they were, what they were doing, I said, I'm in.
0: <laughs> love and it. Then, I love it. And
1: um, I, I, I went on. So, so the day before um, the convoy, I took up my phone I went on social media and I just told people how I felt. I just told, mm. it, I told it to them straight up and clear. And then people started following me on so, on social media. I went um, to I went to Ottawa the next day, and I decided to go live live stream. Showed everybody what was going on. I was talking to people there. I was basically narrating, and people liked it. Um, so so I wasn't I wasn't live streaming just for live streaming's sake. I was just live streaming because I knew knew that the media and the government was going to spin things. I didn't expect them to spin mm-hmm. things to the, the direction they are right now, right? But I didn't right. expect them to, to spin things. Yeah. So on Sunday, when I came home, I was called a white supremacist. <laughs> 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 like, wow. I, like, yeah. I, I heard the, the word, word being thrown around. I'm a white supremacist. I'm a racist. I'm a misogynist. I have unacceptable views. Um, I shouldn't be tolerated. Yeah. I'm like... What the hell is going on? I, I, I knew the mainstream media was going to was going to twist things, but I didn't expect this. Because yeah. as I said earlier in the interview, race was the last thing on my mind, and I'm mm-hmm. certain race was the last thing on the mind of the people who went to Freedom Convoy.
0: Yeah, no, I completely agree with you. That's, I was astounded, and you, you've kind of seen that kind of things. I don't know if you're familiar with Larry Elder. Um, he's a, he's a commentator down in the States. And I remember, I remember, I think it was a Washington Post article six months to a year ago calling, uh, they said Larry Elder, who was a black man as well. Uh, Larry Elder is the new, is the new face of blacks, of white supremacy, right? <laughs> so, or is the, sorry, Larry Elder is the black face of white supremacy. And you uh, see that kind of nonsense happening more and more often. And then with this freedom convoy, it's, it's so ironic and funny to me that you have, People who call themselves liberals, right? People who call themselves tolerance and people... The diversity, equity, and inclusion types, right? Yeah. Um, and in order to call this Freedom Convoy racist or white supremacist, it's like you have to... And there's rumors of like one or two of the organizers having some actually racist views and stuff. And that's... I, of course, we condemn that, right? But yeah. to to... To take those few people, those few bad 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 eggs in the Freedom Convoy, and demonize the whole thing as racist yeah. or white supremacist, you have to ignore every single Indigenous person, every single person of color, every single like minority group that was there. Uh, you're shutting down their voices to spread your political agenda, and it, and it's just we live in this clown world now where they can just do that with impunity, whether they're on Instagram or whether they're the media or whether they're politicians, yeah. and
1: Listen.
0: it's it's bizarre to me.
1: Listen right now at this point in time this is something that i i, I keep repeating I, I repeat myself often with this the people who are preventing me from leaving the country aren't white supremacists
0: mm-hmm.
1: and, and they aren't the racists right mm-hmm. the people who are infringing on our right to earn they're not the rights, white supremacists and they're not the racists. the people mm-hmm. who are preventing us from living a full life are not the white supremacists and they are not racist the people who are doing this actually the people who are doing this might actually be white supremacists and racists i don't know i'm not throwing any any claims (laughs) here but the point of the matter is the people who are doing it are the 338 members of parliament in the federal government and then Mm. the members uh, in the in the provincial government in ontario those are the people who are doing it and the reason why i say 338 is because the conservative party kept quiet for two years only Amen. decided to open their mouth when the yep. Freedom Convoy got to Ottawa. They kept yep, quiet for two absolutely. years. That they think that we're going to forget, but we're not going to forget. <laughs> I, yeah. I am definitely not going to forget it. But I asked these anti-freedom protesters, you might have seen some videos of me doing that. I asked them this question, where were you? Mm-hmm. Where the hell were you for the past <laughs> two years? Yeah. All of a sudden, you guys decided to show up in the freezing cold, minus 17, minus 20 degrees temperature to protest <laughs> against my right to be free, you mm-hmm. must be joking. <laughs> you must yeah. be kidding. Um, I, 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 I was pissed. I was mad. I was enraged when I saw them with this okay. sign talking about um, they're fighting against Nazi. The next one talking about they're fighting against capitalists. The next yeah. one talking about they're fighting against... Supremacists, where the hell were you? Even if <laughs> the organizers of um Freedom Convoy were white supremacists or racist, I feel more comfortable sitting at a table with them and sharing a meal than, than sitting at the same table with these people who came out and protested against wow. my right to be free. It is better That's for me That's to powerful. know um, that you openly hate me. You know, you're, you're, you're racist and you're white supremacist. It's better for me to know that you mm-hmm. openly hate me than to sit at the table with somebody who secretly hates me. Because for a year plus, these people have been wishing for me to die. Mm-hmm. They've been wishing for me to lose my child. Mm-hmm. They've been wishing for me to be segregated from society.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Why on earth would I take myself and stand beside them? As a matter of fact, I asked one of these people, if I were to stop supporting the Freedom Convoy today and stop marching with the Freedom Convoy today, will you go out there and march with me? You know what the person Mm. said? The person said no, because Mm. she believes in vaccines.
0: Right. (laughs) <laughs> bonkers, I'm like, bonkers, this is not yeah. about vaccines exactly exactly <laughs> this yep.
1: is about the infringement of fundamental human rights and freedom this is about mm. me wanting to be sovereign over my body this is about my Absolutely. bodily autonomy this is about informed consent if you want mm. to take the injection if you yeah. want to wear 15 masks if you want to take ten more injections, that is your problem. That yeah. sounds like a you problem. It's not a me problem. Absolutely. <laughs> All Absolutely. I'm asking is to be left alone.
0: Yeah. Well said. Well said. That's powerful stuff, Devin. Seriously, you're very you're very well spoken and very eloquent. I love it. Because um, one of the things I think that we and we I, I I get drawn this into this myself, right? Is that we tend to, and this is maybe intentional, maybe not, right? Depending on how conspiratorial you might lean, but I think of course it's true that the people at the top benefit from us being divided. We keep getting drawn into like into divided by race or divided by class or divided by um, uh, sexuality is a big one right now, right? All this kind of stuff. Just, we just we divide people up into all these different categories and then pit them against each other, right? Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, the 338 sit in Ottawa, right? Yep, just- getting the rich watching it all happen and that's mm-hmm. that's what I think is we're, we're getting so caught up in these subsidiary fights um, without realizing that it's actually it's a class it's class warfare it's 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 the ruling by elite Um the elite rule that we need to be concentrating on our efforts on and it's so funny to me that there's like the glorious workers revolution Which is normally like a communist ideal uh, Happened from from the right I would say and that, maybe that's why I assumed you're conservative because anybody Basically anybody these days who's fighting for more liberty and fighting for freedom I, I would say leans to the right just because how much the window has shifted, right? Yeah. Um, you have liberals that used to be centrist that are now like further and further left I think the whole thing shifted so if you just sat like maybe center-left right now you're like center right because the whole thing just moved over (laughs) um and i could be wrong on that sure but um yeah i think i think we live in a time where we have to stop allowing ourselves um to be segregated into groups to start thinking this is all about race or this is all about sexuality this is all about any number of categories they want to throw us into and start realizing that these these people in in Parliament, and if you go further, talk, I don't know if you <laughs> have gone down like the World Economic Forum rabbit hole yet. Um, yep. But yeah. stuff like that is is yeah. something that again that used to be a tinfoil hat thing, and then it's just like, okay, well, Trudeau and Cynthia Freeland and and John Horgan, the Premier of BC, and like you just find all these people that are all yeah. former WEF young and, leaders and or whatever. The conservatives
1: yeah. have them too. Um, I can't remember her name right now, but she's I think she's in she's she's either in BC or Alberta, so they have them too. Yeah. Right. A lot of people so even recently um I was talking to somebody and he doesn't think the Great Reset is real.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: He thinks it's all something that was made up. Right. right? So I, I, I told him that the World Economic Forum is literally the organization yeah. that's controlling the world.
0: Yeah. Even he though says, you can you can go on Amazon right now and yeah. purchase the book called The Great Reset, written by Klaus Schwab. <laughs> yeah, right? It's, but it doesn't exist. <laughs> because
1: if you go on the World Economics web, website, just look for the line that says that they direct the world's economy like mm. they you know they tell the they tell the, the world banks, imf and all that and all those places what to do like you know how yeah. to do how, how to create monetary policies and all that stuff and the great reset is de- is, is is defined as the great reset of the world's economy mm-hmm. if somebody says that they are going to reset the world's economy it must mean that they run the world <laughs> Right, <laughs> it's just one plus one equals two. <laughs>
0: it's simple. It's a, yeah. It's a, it was it's one of two things, right? If they if their stated goal is, to, I think Klaus Schwab, I heard him say directly, is we want to guide the fourth industrial revolution, yes. right? And so yes. it, to say something like that either makes you a lunatic because that's way too lofty of a goal, or you think it's plausible because yeah. maybe you do run the world. So it's I, just like when people tell you who yeah. they are, believe them the first time, yeah. right? I, and when I, when I was
1: reading about, about the fourth industrial revolution, listen, I was shocked when I first found out about these things. And I found out, found out mm. about these things in like early 2021. I was shocked. Mm-hmm. One of the things that shocked me the most with the industrial, um, the fourth industrial revolution is when they said that you will not be able to determine the difference between your human body and technology. Mm. That is what they said. I was like, wait a minute. <laughs> like, yeah. what are you guys trying to do here? And it leads me to this. Everybody who is listening to this, you hear that the provinces are getting rid of these mandates, these QR codes. Do not trust them. Mm -hmm. Do not trust them. Because I have a strong feeling that the only reason why they're getting rid of these QR codes is because the federal government is setting up its own federal Mm -hmm. QR code.
0: Right. Like digital ID in a social credit yes, system. and I'm telling yeah.
1: people, you see this QR code on your phone, you better delete it now. Because you yeah. see, the moment that you decide you want, to, you want to donate to the person of color protest down there, you want to donate to the workers' protest down there, you want to yeah. donate to the religious protest down there, and the government doesn't like it, mm-hmm. they can just shut your QR code off. And when they shut your QR code off, they shut off your life. Yeah. And that's what people need to get in their thick heads. Mm-hmm. right <laughs> a lot of people yeah. their, their heads are thick right i'm not talking about the ones who don't understand i'm talking about the one who have been trying to explain this to for the past yeah. two years but will not listen what they just love yeah. government restrictions and it, love government mandates
0: yeah seriously that's that's been one of the most bizarre things and how is how many people i saw someone tweet actually the other day they're like um Looking back at like World War II, going, Oh, people are too smart for prop, like, prop. Looking back at the propaganda of World War Two, people would be too smart for that today, right? Yeah. People would never fall for that today. And then she goes, sure. Two years into COVID, I completely have 180 on that because you look at how many people are subset are susceptible to, to propaganda and how many people yeah. are pro mandating the, <laughs> the govern me harder daddy mindset, right? Yeah. Um. And uh, and I think even like when it comes to digital IDs and social credit systems and stuff, a lot of people think people that talk about that, people like us, right, tinfoil hat types, conspiracy theorists, right. Um, I'm willing at this point. It's like I don't care. Whatever you want to call me, maybe we're out to lunch. Maybe we're totally wrong, and we've been spending too much time on the internet reading the wrong things, whatever. But I don't care anymore because if that's going to happen, people need to be on guard. You can think as you can think I'm as crazy as you want to. um but if I, need, if I turn out to be right, if we turn out to be right, people need to be watching yeah. for it. People need to be on guard against this stuff. Because if that happens, mm-hmm. bye-bye freedom of any kind. You think vaccine mandates are a problem, wait till you can't get, get your bank account frozen like the government of Canada is doing today, freezing the bank accounts of donors who donated to the convoy.
1: Yeah. You know, it's funny. I thought that socialists would be more opposed to what's going on right now than... Capitalists.
0: Right. Interesting. Because
1: okay. socialists are supposed to hate corporations, private corporations. Interesting. Yeah, totally. But now we see socialists propping up private corporations. Socialists mm-hmm. are supporting um, a system that allows um, Jeff Bezos to become much, much richer. Um, Elon Musk to become much, much richer. Pfizer, Madonna, Moderna, AstraZeneca, mm. J&J, Novavax um all of these companies to become Doug Ford himself his net worth moved from 3 million to 15 million dollars mm. socialists are supporting this and I couldn't understand why so mm. it's not that capitalists are supporting you I was just expecting more resistance from socialists to a system that's actually enriching a small minority mm. <laughs> right yeah it, it, Patrick are you still there yeah, yeah, so you're, oh, yeah, yep. yeah, right? So it, it, it didn't make sense for me, right? Yeah. So what we have here um, is a... Is, so, yeah, oh, yes. So the Great Reset talks about something called stakeholder capitalism. Mm-hmm. The individuals who run the world economic forum, they say they want to put an end to communism, socialism, and what we now know as shareholder capitalism. That is what we practice shareholder capitalism where i own a business and i direct the operation of the business the world economic forum wants to bring something in called stakeholder capitalism and that's where corporations um government and non-profit organization and they claim they want to make it sound nice they claim people um <laughs> become a part of a system where they're the ones who are running the corporations but in reality how the World Economic Forum sets up the stakeholder capitalism system is that um the government along with WEF corporations along with these non-profit groups, you know, those non-profit groups like the BLM and all those groups groups mm-hmm. are coming together now to actually run countries and run the world. And that's mm-hmm. what people aren't understanding. So I would expect that both communists and capitalists would come out in opposition of this plan to put the world's resources um, at at the feet, in control of a small minority on the planet. And that's what we're going to. But for some strange reason that I cannot understand, people are okay with this.
0: You know, know, Devin, I think... The way I'd answer that is, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not surprised that socialists and communists are supporting it, simply because one of my biggest critiques of socialism and communism um, has always been that. Sure, it sounds nice, right? It's like, oh, everything's owned by everybody. We own everything in 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 a community, right? It's one big happy family, and we give to each according to their need, right? Um, the problem is always with, and this is, this happens every single time a socialist or go- communist government tries to set itself up, or a revolution happens, right? Um, whether you're looking at whether you're looking at China, whether you're looking at Russia, whether you're looking at name communist Venezuela, even right, um, is that. Everyone joins the revolution, right? So you have right now communists supporting, propping this up, like you're saying, right? Because they think they're on that side. It's their side doing it, so they're going to end up the victors. The problem is that a communist state still has to be administrated, right? It still yes. has to be... Someone has to take all the exactly. Someone has to get to gather all the wealth so that they can apparently redistribute it equitably, right? Which never right. happens, and so you right. end up having to go. Oh, we have to, we have to, we have to take everyone's wealth, and we're just going to dole it out to each as everyone has need, so, right? I, I, they never I, I, do. They never yeah. do.
1: <laughs> and socialists try to, or and communists try to tell us that that's not communism, right? Right. They are trying to tell us yeah. that it's actually. Uh, and this is where this stupid word of democratic socialism came up, right? They're they're trying to make it sound pretty. Democratic socialism makes no sense, right? Mm -hmm. So they say that we still have the democratic system, but corporations are run by the workers. That's stupid.
0: (laughs) What does that even mean? Yeah. (laughs) I can't
1: run a bank. (laughs) Yeah.
0: Yeah. Exactly. Yeah.
1: I I can't run a bank, right? Like I can't run a farm. Are you telling me that you're going to put me on a farm to run this the whole economy is going to be a mess right yeah. and the same thing is democratic socialism techni- technically is what we have right now right we have democratic socialism right yeah. now yeah in canada because especially we don't yeah. have a free market right mm-hmm. we have a system where the government literally um plans the economy and literally has mm-hmm. control over what businesses do and what they do not they, they don't do look at it right now The government is telling banks to seize the accounts of Canadian citizens. That is not a free market economy. No. That is not capitalism. That, my friend, is an inch close to communism.
0: Absolutely. (laughs) Right? Absolutely.
1: So what we we want in this country, we want... A lot of people are afraid of free market capitalism. Mm -hmm. The reason why people are afraid... Is because there's a lot of responsibility in free market capitalism. Yeah. In socialism or communism or so-called democratic socialism, the government is responsible for you. Mm-hmm. Right? If you're hungry, the government takes a spoon and puts it in your mouth and feeds you. Right? <laughs> if you want to go to the bathroom, the government carries you to the bathroom, yeah. rubs your tummy, you know, and I tells you to, yep. to release a load. Right? <laughs> but when people are told that, hey, no. The government shouldn't be doing that for you. You should be doing that for yourself. People get scared. And I understand. I understand. It's, it's a mm-hmm. new frontier, right? People don't. Uh, people. Um, they were not. They, they didn't get raised to um, take care of certain things in their life. They didn't get raised mm-hmm. um, to learn how to build a business, um, how to save money, um, how to invest, how to make sure you don't go bankrupt. All of these stuff. Mm. So when somebody comes to them and say, hey, I am going to take government from you. I'm going to take all of these nice benefits that you enjoy. I am going to Mm -hmm. take healthcare from government. I'm going to take education from government. They're going to say, oh no, what am I going to do? Because I can't afford healthcare and I can't afford education. Mm -hmm. Not realizing that the reason why you can't afford education and healthcare is because the government has their fingers in it. There is no competition in the market.
0: Well, Look same. at it.
1: Yep. Look at it. Right now, if we want to find a new doctor in Ontario, we can't. Mm. Because the doctors yeah. say they're full. Yeah, same. It's the same <laughs> BC. It's They the same have BC. no reason to take more patients because they're not going to get paid a dime more. Mm. What is the point? <laughs> mm. Right? Totally. So you see, if you had a free market healthcare system, what you would have is more competition. And these doctors, Dr. Doctor a... And Dr. B would be fighting over me. And you know which doctor I'm going to? I'm going to the doctor with the best quality and the lowest cost. Exactly. Over time, you're going to have Dr. A, B, C, D, E, F, G fighting Mm -hmm. over me. And that is how a free market system works. And it's the same for education. So I, I urge people, do not be afraid of free market capitalism. Don't be afraid of it. Embrace it. Um, Go back to school. Read some books. Learn how to invest. um, Learn about cryptocurrencies. Learn about the metaverse because the metaverse Mm -hmm. is coming and the governments are already capitalizing on it. They're buying land in the metaverse. China is buying land Um, my wife told me the other day that mcdonald's is buying land in the metaverse (laughs) learn about these things because if you sit back and allow these corporations or these governments to just uh, take up all the metaverse and then come to you and tell you that hey don't worry about everything i already have the metaverse under control Mm -hmm. you just do what we tell you to do then you're going to end up back in the same as a matter of fact we're going to end up in a position that's worse than today because the metaverse is a very serious thing.
0: Right. Yeah, it's yeah, Devin that was so well said. I think too and just just to go back to your um, your free market point. Um I think one of the reasons we're scared especially with like healthcare cuz we always talk about oh like it's so nice that we have, we have free healthcare in Canada. We're so snobby about free? it all the time. Our healthcare right. system isn't free. Exactly. Exactly. Someone's paying for it. It's just not the students protesting (laughs) to to keep it in place. Um, Yeah. So, like, you look at the states, and that's what scares a lot of Canadians. But the states is not a pure free market uh, capitalist healthcare system either because they have a whole bunch of insurance problems and, like, Medicare and Medicaid where the government does have their fingers in that and that's driving up prices, all that kind of stuff, right? Um, Yeah. The way you described a free market is exactly right. And if we actually had pure free markets in both Canada and the U.S., you would see exactly what you said, exactly what you described. That would happen. Prices would go down, quality would go up, innovation would go up. Right? That's one of the things in the states that they they drive the innovation in in, uh, in the medical fields for the entire globe, practically. Yeah. Right?
1: Here's the thing, Patrick, and this is the thing that, um, is this is the thing that that's, that's causing us problems um, in life. Most of us don't understand how money works or mm-hmm. where money comes from. Mm-hmm. Um, what we have right now is not money. The, the Canadian dollar, the, the, the American dollar, it's not money. It's, it's fiat currency. It's a piece of paper. It mm-hmm. has no value at all, right? Mm-hmm. It's not real money. The healthcare system in Ontario, for example, and education system in Ontario, it's not paid for by taxes. It's paid for by printing fiat currency, mm. and then we now have to work to generate fiat currency to pay for that fiat currency.
0: Mm-hmm. So you see,
1: if we so you see, if in if in this education system they teach us how the, the the existing banking system works, I think a lot more people would be more comfortable about freeing up the the education system and the healthcare education. system. As you rightfully said, the United States does not have a free market healthcare system because the government still dictates um, who gets to open a hospital. They dictate um, hospital funding. They dictate how much they charge. Um, The the US government still has control over drugs, drug prescription. So they do not... As a matter of fact, the United States spends more money on their um, healthcare system than any country in the world, even more than Canada, right? Mm -hmm. So there's no such thing as a capitalist or a free market healthcare system in the United States
0: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah and one of the things I think people don't understand as well um, is that what exactly like you said a doctor doesn't have any benefit to take on new new patients because they don't get paid more for it right mm-hmm. so what that happens is that it creates a problem at the bottom where people don't have the incentive to become doctors anymore now you see we're having nurse and doctor shortages like crazy all over the all over the nation um, mm-hmm. because we don't have the, those incentive systems in place right and that's the same with everything that's why you see in socialist and communist countries what always happens is when the government starts confiscating everyone's wealth right the biggest producers in those economies don't work as hard why would I work if all my wealth is going to be confiscated why would I why would I build a business why would I invest my money in things that go, the government's just gonna seize it all anyways right and so what happens when all the biggest producers um stop producing there's nothing left for the leeches yes. who were living off government subsidies the entire time right um yeah. and so the whole the whole society yeah everyone's equal but we're all equally living in poverty well done yes. like that's that that's what we all wanted right so yeah. What were you going to say, sorry?
1: Yeah, so, 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 so there's something that people need to understand because, as I said, a lot of people aren't going to like this conversation in regards to capitalism and so on and so forth. Mm-hmm. So there's a thing called chronic capitalism, and there's yeah. a thing called corporatism. So people tend to associate those two things with capitalism, even though all three are, are, are different things, right? So corporatism is literally where the government is based. Actually, corporatism and chronic capitalism is literally the same thing quite literally right um government and corporations um collude with each other to steal or tax dollars right or Mm -hmm. or, or to 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 control the market right that's how you get government control monopolies and all that stuff so that's not capitalism that is bad corporate welfare is bad right so that's Mm -hmm. something that we have to deal with that's something that we have to um, we have to work on how we do that is by changing the system of governance the system of governance that we have right now allows corporations, allows the World Economic Forum, the IMF, World Bank, allows all of these unscrupulous persons to mm-hmm. dictate um, society. Right? It is allowing these, these. It is allowing the government right now to force mm-hmm. us or to coerce us to take something into our bodies that we do not want, while Pfizer, Moderna, and the other guys are profiting from it. Yeah. That's something that we have to deal with. That's exactly Canadians right. need to now become more comfortable with the fact that we have to get government out of our lives and limit the role of government to
0: protect Absolutely. the life, Absolutely. liberty,
1: and the property of yeah. every citizen equally.
0: Yeah. Now you're talking about limited government. Are you sure you're not a conservative there, Devin? <laughs> I, I told you I'm more of a libertarian yeah. than a conservative. Yeah, no, I totally. agree with everything the yeah. conservatives do. Yeah. And to- and you, sorry. When I use the I use I don't, that, yeah. any, What's that? I was gonna say when I use the term conservative, I mean small C conservative. I'm not talking like yeah. the Conservative Party of Canada. Because I'm oh, not. a okay, – am okay. yeah, yeah. Sorry. Um, yeah. Actually, I'm, I'm more of a PPC. Actually, I had I had Maxime Bernier on a few months ago. Um yeah. Had a great conversation with him. But yeah, when I say conservative, I know in Canada it's tough because our party is called the Conservative Party. They're not Republicans yeah. or something, right? But yeah, um, yeah. I just mean conservative yeah. values, but
1: yeah. Right? And, and technically, the Liberal Party isn't liberal.
0: A <laughs> hundred percent. Yeah, the, the illiberal party, if everything was was uh, true, <laughs> for sure. We, we, you we
1: know, just yeah. want to be free. Yeah, you exactly. just want to be free yep. to make our own decision. And I think a lot of totally. people are recognizing how dangerous it is for government to be um, involved in their lives. Because yeah. the government controls the public health care system, so they tell mm-hmm. you what to do with your body. Mm-hmm. They control the education system, so they tell you what to learn um they tell your kids that they have to wear a mm. mask a mask to school even private schools yeah um, are aren't spared from the tyrannical actions of the government yeah right so their control of all of these things are literally the reason why we're out there fighting we're out there at the freedom mm-hmm. convoy uh freezing in minus 17 degrees celsius degree uh, yeah. temperature asking for our rights
0: totally not well said and even look at that you keep hearing from the very beginning that the cure the cure can't be worse than the disease right mm-hmm. and and you look at you look at the stats i think in bc uh, like teen suicides are up 300% in british columbia right um, and then you look at stats on on alcohol abuse and drug abuse and so on and so forth, and they're all skyrocketing over the last couple of years because of lockdowns and passports and all these things that the government keeps imposing on on people. And it's not even like we're asking for much. It's just like, hey, that in, that injection that just came out like a year or two ago. Um, just want to make my own choice. <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? Just don't want to be just don't want to be forced into that. Like that's it's not even a huge ask to be honest. <laughs> like
1: yeah. I'm, I, I'm writing letters to um to MPs right now. Because I'm listening to them in Parliament, even the conservative MPs as well. I'm, I'm trying not to believe this, but I'm starting to believe that they don't understand what's going on. Mm. Every time these people get up to talk in Parliament, they talk about how, um, I, I took the injection because um, I, I want I, I want to benefit society. I want to help my neighbors. You know, mm-hmm. I, I want to not pass on the virus to them. But it's like they forgot or don't realize or somebody hasn't told them that this injection doesn't prevent transmission and it doesn't um, prevent yeah. infection. The reason why these mandates came out in the first place was because governments and media lied and told people that these injections prevent the transmission and, mm. and, um, and infection. So now that we know that they lied, why are we still keeping the mandates in place? Yeah. There is literally nothing between my body and the body of somebody who took the injection. There's no difference, right? I got COVID-19 and mm. I recovered. I have it. as well.
0: I have as well. My
1: yeah. two sons, um, two-year-old, four-year-old, mm. both got COVID-19. My wife, we all got it and we recovered from it. The only person that I know yeah. who got it and passed away was my elderly grandfather in... Mm. Um, in 20 in 2021 right I'm sorry he had underlying that. conditions right um, you know, you issues with liver and so on and so forth yeah that I think that even if he did get get the flu um, mm. he still would have um, passed away yeah right it's because we know for a fact um, that the elderly are people with underlying conditions mm-hmm. as those who are at risk
0: yeah
1: I always ask the question to some of these professionals what is the benefit to society and to me to take this injection. Mm-hmm. What is the benefit? They can't give me an answer because I already got COVID nineteen. Yeah. And I survived. I did not die. Mm-hmm. Right? So now I have what they call antibodies. If I didn't if I didn't die the first time around, why am I going to die the second time around? Right. <laughs> if I yeah. catch COVID nineteen. Especially when make the variants
0: the variants are yeah, getting my, more and more because, mild as time goes on.
1: Yeah, because over time, viruses are supposed to get weaker, right? Exactly. The evolution procedure is supposed to get weaker as time Mm -hmm. goes by. If I didn't die the first or or the second time I got COVID-19, why do you think I'm going to die the third time? Yeah. Right Within the same year or within the past two years? Totally. You can transmit just like me. There's Mm -hmm. no difference between us. So why are we still keeping these mandates?
0: Totally. They got worse, in fact, yeah. They got worse. Like our vaccine card program in BC started in in September, which is we already had we had vaccines since what I think like March last year they started rolling out right yeah. somewhere around that time. So why are we why are we instituting more restrictions right uh, after everyone's getting vaccinated? I think I think in BC only nine percent of adults are, are unvaccinated at this point, right? Yeah. Um, which is bizarre to me that we're having that this level of government restriction for something and, and that here, doesn't warrant it anymore
1: and, and here's a funny thing here's a funny thing is <clears throat> the, the okay you have you have two injections Co, um Co, is it Cova- covaxin yeah you have covaxin and you have the novavax mm-hmm. i was looking at the covaxin and the novavax mm-hmm. and i was saying to myself i'm a little more comfortable with those two injections over um astra pfizer moderna and j and j yeah i'm more comfortable I like- with those because those seem um, to be developed in a way that's more traditional than the others. Right. Of course, um, Novavax wasn't available and Covaxin wasn't approved by the government. Yeah. So I said to myself that um, if push comes to shove, I'll take the Covaxin. But the government didn't didn't approve Covaxin. As a matter of fact, they approved Covaxin only after they banned me from leaving the country. Right. make it make sense if you want me to get injected <laughs> right and i and you know that my preferred injection which you authorize is outside of the country why would you prevent me from leaving the country to get it right and now Vax has been approved yeah and teresa tam is saying that um know that it's approved people who didn't like the mrna can get this one and i'm um. like hell no that train (laughs) that train is gone (laughs) um like you can't give me panadol
0: um you
1: you can't give me tea you can't give me food i am taking nothing from this government because i don't (laughs) trust them their behavior over the past two years makes them untrustworthy if mm-hmm. they give me a bottle of water to drink, I am not drinking it. <laughs> <laughs> they can keep yeah. it. So hell, no. Keep your Novavax. I don't want it.
0: Yeah, seriously. And it's it's just interesting as as time goes on, the case becomes stronger and stronger to just refuse any type of any type of medical treatment that's being pushed yeah. by by a course of government. Because you look at like in BC. Um, the proportion of unvaccinated people and vaccinated people in the hospital for COVID is almost identical, right? So I yeah. think our unvaccinated rate is about ten percent of our province is still unvaccinated, and it's about I think 25, 30 percent in the hospital uh, yeah. are unvaccinated. So as that as that approaches the same proportions, there's yeah. literally no difference in in how much hospital and how many hospitalizations. Um, are shared by the vaccinated versus the unvaccinated. So you, know you can't make the off? case that you're a danger to society anymore. Was that?
1: Here, this is, here's what pisses me off: when they come on the media and say that the unvaccinated, as a as 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 an 80 in comparison with the vaccinated, has an 80 percent chance of ending up in the hospital and dying. That pisses me mm. off because they're basically telling me that I have an 80 percent chance. Of nine over the, the 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 vaccinated and that's a lie that's a plain right. lie because what they do is they take all of these people put them into one ball average it and throw a number out why don't you yeah. average people between the ages of zero to to 40 and tell me what the number is then
0: mm-hmm.
1: i'm certain it's not 80 percent as a yeah. matter of fact I probably have a 0. 0.0001 something chance <laughs> of, of ending up in the hospital or dying from COVID-19. Right. So when they tell me that I have an 80% chance of dying or I'm, I'm playing Russian, Russian roulette, you can kiss my ass because no. <laughs> <laughs> you're talking rubbish. You're talking yeah. garbage. And you're using yeah. that narrative to, con- to, to continue the infringement of my fundamental human rights and freedoms.
0: Yeah. One of the most astounding things I've I've been saying throughout the whole the whole pandemic is the median age of this disease is eighty two. The median age is eighty-two years old, right? Yeah. Um and so and you're absolutely right. You take like a zero to forty trench and the, the numbers are insanely low for getting COVID and this thing is they say the unvaccinated you have such and such more of a risk of getting it what about if you already had it right you have because mm-hmm. natural immunity is nowhere in the discussion when it comes to vaccine passports or anything like that or being fired from your job we just let mm-hmm. go a bunch of nurses in BC um, and she Bonnie Henry just expanded that to, to include um, like things like chiropractors like individual practices and stuff like that right so mm-hmm. um, with no discussion of, of natural immunity or anything like that. So I don't know. I, again, it's one of those things where it's just like they, they, they make so little sense that it becomes more and more plausible that it is pointing towards something like like a great reset or like just, a, just an economic reset um, that consolidates more and more power in in the hands of the elite ruling classes. And uh, and I think we need to be more aware of that. Um yeah, Devin, I super appreciate the time you've taken today. Do you have any closing thoughts or, or final thoughts today? Uh,
1: my final thoughts today, um, and this has to do with the the narrative surrounding. Uh, I think people are saying that they can't hear. One sec.
0: Oh, okay.
1: Yeah. So. Um, I actually just realized I
0: had one more question for you. sorry. <laughs> yeah, okay, ask, ask yeah. the question and then go. Sure. Ask, yeah. ask the okay. then go. We'll cut that part out. <laughs> um, yeah, is actually I wanted to ask you how do you how do you foresee? Because actually, the reason I got in touch with you is because I, I thought you had some great theories about what the Conservative Party was doing in in response to this whole this whole trucker convoy. Um, where do you see this going? Like, how does this end? Because you see police cracking down on this more and more. Now there's a state of emergency and now they're freezing bank accounts and all this kind of corrupt stuff that the Trudeau government is is imposing. Um, how does this end? Like, do you see a good end to this?
1: Um, to be honest, I I I don't know. I can't tell you. I don't know what is going to happen. I know for a fact that... Um, so, so the canadian constitution um foundation they're going to be launching mm-hmm. a lawsuit against the government um for what they're for what they're doing so if the parliament um doesn't put an end to it then that lawsuit is going to go out go out but you know these lawsuits um sometimes tend to go nowhere
0: yeah right well, so forever, I, I really yeah. don't know what's
1: going to happen I, I, I don't know. This is unprecedented. It's, it's never happened before in the history of Canada. Mm-hmm. Um, it's never happened in the history of the Western world, actually. Um, it's happened in China. Maybe we need to go to China to find out how they deal yeah, <laughs> with <would they>, it. <laughs> maybe get some opinions from them. Yeah. Right? But I, I, I really don't know what's going to happen. right? Mm-hmm. Because they're shutting down bank accounts of regular Canadians who need to pay their mortgages and to pay yeah. their their car loans and so on and so forth.
0: How close do we get to, you said, like you mentioned in Jamaica, they have officials throwing political prisoners in jail um, or political opponents in, in, in jail. Um, and now you started, Chris Barber, actually, one of the organizers was was arrested today in Ottawa. Um, do you see comparisons between like places like Jamaica and now what is becoming the Canadian government?
1: Yeah, yeah. So, so what's happening in Jamaica and here is very similar. The only difference is that in Jamaica, only 20% of um, the Jamaican people have taken the injection. Mm. Here, we know that over 90% have taken it. So, um, and and listen to this, the prime minister and the health (laughs) minister in Jamaica have often come out and said that it's time to treat the unvaccinated different from the vaccinated. When only 20% of the population are vaccinated. So they got 80% of the population pissed off. Crazy. Right, so it just goes to show you that none of this makes sense. Even is, with twenty percent vaccinated, is... they're pushing vaccine money.
0: That is not smart. <laughs> it's stupid, yeah, yeah. right? And it's made
1: the people even more hesitant.
0: Right. Yeah. Seriously, and that's that's kind of the crazy thing too. Is this this rule by elites um, is so incompetent because if they like if they were good at their jobs. They wouldn't have, like, bred so much mistrust of the government, right? Yeah. If they were good at this, they would have just gone, hey, look, this is, like, a scary virus, and they would have used the truth to do that. And, hey, get like, you should get vaccinated for your own good and for your family's good, and more people would have done it. It's actually, that's why BC has one of the best vaccination rates is because Bonnie Henry was actually really mild. She didn't do a bunch of lockdowns right off the bat, so a lot of people just went and willingly got it because we trusted her to start, right? I don't. I
1: don't even think these guys know how to be good dictators, or, or Yeah. <laughs> I don't think they know how to do it because, yeah. um, you know the, the good dictators of the past. When I say good, I mean the ones who are really good at it. Um, yeah. they, an they an know effective how to
0: dictator, people. not a good. Yeah. yeah. They don't want yeah. to <laughs> manipulate
1: people, and, and they're yeah. very good at
0: it. Somebody, yeah. So,
1: so these guys are good at it too. <laughs> it's just that they're only good at manipulating very weak minds, right? Yeah. They, they, they can't ma- manipulate half of the population. Right, right. But they're not very. They're not doing a good job. Like you guys are dictators. You guys, mm-hmm. we know that. You no, know, the World Economic Forum is funding you, and they're they're giving you directions. But at yeah. least be good at it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Seriously. At,
1: I put least, of, like, yeah. Right. Like like like. I feel so <laughs> so so bad that we're letting people who can't who don't even know how to be good dictators. <laughs> be, be,
0: be, be. <laughs> Do like, better, dictators. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Dictate better, right. please. Yeah. yeah. Actually, I put out a theory on Twitter yesterday um, where I think I- – I generally think all politicians are incompetent. Um, I start with that assumption because I think it takes a base level of incompetence to think that you're more competent than everyone else in the world, right? Or that, like, that you're, you're smarter than the populace and you have a better idea of how to run people's lives than they do. It takes sure. a base level of incompetence. Um, and so I think that you're only a good leader to the extent that you surround yourself with competence and you respect the competence and independence of your constituency, right? Mm-hmm. Um, because... To just assume that, and this is this is Trudeau's, I think Achilles' heel, is that he thinks he's hot crap, right? He thinks he's yeah. he's God's he's gift to humanity, a hundred percent. He thinks he's God's yeah. gift to God's gift to humanity, um, mm-hmm. and you can tell him just like in the pretentious, like snobby way he conducts himself in the House of Commons, like he's he's just a sleaze ball, and you can see it in the way he conducts himself because he thinks he's be- he's smarter than the entire country, and that ends up being their downfall because he's losing. He's losing the country, right? People are more and more pissed at him. Even his own base is pissed at him um, yep. because he's incompetent, right? But anyways, yeah, um, yeah okay. So let's get, to, let's get to final thoughts then, Devin. Okay. I super appreciate you, you coming on and, so, and spending your time here. But let's get up to final thoughts.
1: So, so here's my, my final thoughts. Canadians are some of the nicest people on this planet, in my opinion. Some of the Amen. nicest people, warm and loving the past two years however i have watched them turn into monsters wow wishing wishing death upon their 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 fellow countrymen and women Mm. wishing for their children to be taken away wishing for for them to lose their jobs for them to lose their civil liberties so i'm talking to these individuals right now we are human beings i did not take the injection right i made a different medical decision um, than you But that does not mean I now become inhuman. It Mm. doesn't mean that you get to take away my fundamental human rights and freedoms. I have um, historical experience with that. Because as you are aware, um, I'm I'm an African descendant of Jamaican slaves. African Jamaican. Mm. And my ancestors went through a process of uh, 400 plus years process of losing their bodily autonomy. Losing their freedoms. I heard Joe Biden say recently that we, sh- we should put our freedoms aside and go get the injection. When he said that, it sounded to me like we should put our freedoms aside and go pick cotton. That's what I heard when he said wow. that. Wow. So I am asking you guys to please think about how your rhetoric is damaging the mental health of your fellow countrymen and women. Think about if a racist or a white supremacist went up to uh, a black person and told them that they wanted to put a rope around their necks and hang them that is how we feel and i'm not talking about um, we as black people we as canadians white um, persian um, arab indian uh, asian that is how we feel when you come to us and you tell us that we should die we deserve to die because we made a different medical decision than you so Mm. i'm asking that you just try and think about how that affects us and try to understand why we made the decision that we made that's it
0: devin I couldn't I could not ask for a better ending than that. That was excellent. Um, Devin Thompson, I super appreciate you taking the time to join us on the Hemlock podcast today. Um you are a clear thinker and a powerful speaker and more people should listen to you. So, uh, do you want to plug? You want to plug your Instagram, plug website, anything like that?
1: Oh, yeah, so if my Instagram is true devon Thompson. So, T R U E, so you see my name in the corner right there, true devon thompson. And um, the website, so I'm going to buy a domain today. Um, the, the website right now is um, um, the uh, the rule of liberty.nationbuilder.com. So that's the rule of liberty.nationbuilder.com. I'm going to buy the domain, uh, it's going to be the rule of liberty.com. The reason why I haven't bought the domain as yet is because I have a strong feeling that the government is blocking cryptocurrency and I wanted to purchase the domain with cryptocurrency because I'm right. trying to weed myself off um the the banking system so I'm trying to move Mm. over to crystal cryptocurrency. So that's why I haven't bought domain. Hey guys do not go and buy that domain right now and try to sell it to me. Forget that you heard that. You better snatch it up quick. (laughs) Snatch it up quick (laughs) I just made a mistake.
0: (laughs) <laughs> I'm gonna run and
1: go buy that, that, that thing with my that credit card. Yeah, hand. exactly. Sign off
0: quick. You gotta go buy it. <laughs> okay. Yeah. you you got stuff to do, my man. So I appreciate yeah. it again. Thank you so much. Okay. Eh? okay. All right. Awesome. Thanks for having me on. Thank you, brother. Appreciate All right. it. Bye. Right. Bye. Take care. Thank you so much, everybody, for listening to this week's Hemlock Podcast. Don't forget to subscribe and share it with your friends and family. Tell them to subscribe because if you loved it, then they're gonna love it too, obviously. Also, head on over to iTunes to leave us a five-star rating and review. That helps us a lot with the charts. And if you're not going to leave us five stars, then forget about it. Don't worry about it and enjoy the rest of your day. Lastly, head on over to the locals.com to become a supporter and receive access to exclusive content and ad-free versions of the Hamlock Podcast. Love you so much for listening. Let's continue to ride out this increasingly insane world with irreverence and joy. This is your host, Patrick Joliker and my- Love y'all. Peace.